This episode is brought to you by Classical Conversations. To find out more, please visit classicalconversations.com. Cross Politic begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is King of Kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to His Lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. I, mean, I didn't start it. Sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right When the Spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Hey, y'all! Welcome to Cross Politic, and Happy Father's Day, you guys. Man, hey. Happy Father's Day! Happy, ha- happy Father's Day, Pastor. Happy Father's Day to you. Well, thank yeah. you very much. Happy, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And happy, yeah. Father's happy Father's Day, Day to you. Happy to you. Which, which camera? Which hey. camera? Yeah. Hey, to all you dads out there, way to go! Yeah. Right. Uh, way to go. And we also um, want to remind everybody to share. Share the show. You know, happy Father's Day. Little, Share the show. Little love. Okay. Little, little Facebook you, you love. You know what my Father's Day gift would be from you? What? Sign up for a club membership. Oh, there we and, go. And, uh, and, and you can share the show. That's yeah. true. Hit share. And I appreciate we, both of those. We even had a gal this last week say, hey, I want to sign my father up for the club. Hey. Happy what? Yeah. Happy Father's you Day. You go, girl. Hey. You yeah. go. Go to crosspolitik.com. Hit that uh, button. Join. That's right. And I told her, I was like, he didn't He didn't need to like be a club member to listen to the show. But he does need to be a club member to, to get, be, some, of this, get yeah. some of our kit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, this is our thank you right. kit. I if, tried to uh, tee Toby up for that. Oh, that was really good. I was that like, was, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hello? What are we doing you're, here? You're not selling us. Is this a show? <laughs> are we recording? Hi. <laughs> 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 um, if you're not already a member, well, if you are a member, you, you probably have gotten this in the mail or you're about to get it in the mail. Some of you, are, you've been waiting every day by your mailbox. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, and you ask your mailman. Is my cross politic kit here yet? Up? Is it here yet? Well, here's what's coming in the mail. And if That's you right. join, this is what you get. Yep. This is a Canon Classics Worldview Guide by yours truly on Moby Dick. If you've wanted to understand what is going on in that mammoth of a novel. That yeah. 800 page novel. This is you got my, 20 pages. It'll my, tell you everything. My about attempt to help, notes version. Help, yeah. help Christians <laughs> think through yeah. this. My favorite version. Um, Wait, was, was Moby Dick a Christian song? Uh, Moby Dick is a whale. Um. <laughs> 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 and he was a very bad whale. So no, he wasn't a Christian. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, "Well, text belong to Jesus." So in a sense, <laughs> no. Uh, th- but no, this is um, this is a. I think I would describe this as one of the great American classics. Yeah, absolutely. Which means that it has a lot. It's God haunted. Mm. Huh. Yeah, yeah. And and in very deep ways, is not Christian at all. Right. Um. Right. So so wow. um. And which is you know that's sort of the story of the American experiment. <laughs> Right, I mean, like it, you know, I think God's so real. God's been here, right. and there's been a lot of uh, uh, you know God's presence has been here in a lot of significant ways, and yet us. we're yeah. very confused people. Yeah, and so was Herman Melville. Yeah. Um. So what's that book? You also get food for thought from Pastor Chef Francis Fukushan. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, y'all think about this. God created Adam, and one of the first things He tells him is what's on the menu. Yeah. Right, like mm. here's yeah. the food. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. and and so food and our relationship with God and one another is really close to the center of. Yeah. I mean everything. Yeah, that's right. Um, Jesus gave us a meal to yeah. share, right? Bread yeah. and wine. wine. And so you he know, didn't give horses wine. No, he didn't. <laughs> he gave them grapes. So. He gave the horses so, horse apples. <laughs> so um, as a thank you for joining the Cross Politic Club, you get these two things, um, along with 10% off in our merch store if you want to have a shirt yeah. like this Look at that. or like that. Yeah. And there's there's new stuff coming in the store. I put some new hats in the store. Yeah. I put some aprons. Some, Something for Father's some babies? Day, Go aprons. Tie your kids if you have children. That, that's right. Yeah. That's right. We got some <laughs> cross-politic baby wear in our store. So, oh, man, man. Yeah. It's, it's blowing up. Yeah. If you're a new father... Yeah, hey, man. Maybe go there, baptize there you your go. kids if you have <laughs> that too. That too. And get some aprons. <laughs> and oh, hey, y'all, we we got to plug. We got to plug our our studio 
sponsor. Oh yeah, the guy, oh. the guy who's um, so we guys we don't have to pay rent in our studio nope. because of Grand American Piano. That's right. And and so Clint, Clint Master Resurrector, Grand American Piano. Um, we my, use our Grand studio. American Piano. Grand, Grand <laughs> my, my favorite. I emphasize it wrong. That's okay. I love you. I'm here for uh, you. Yeah. I'm here for you. Do your yeah, thing. Do your thing. I'm here for and you. so, but but you guys, he takes hundred year old Steinways and refurbishes them, yeah, and, and re, re right. resurrects them. I was right. gonna say, yeah, they're not, better not, than new. It's not, it's not refurbished; it's resurrection. Yeah. Right, so go to grandamericanpiano.com, yep. and you can see actually what our studio is um, sitting on. Yeah, yeah. the right. foundation it's, of our it's studio da- downstairs is resurrection. Clint, bones <laughs> of pianos. Yeah, Clint Hughes yeah. is. We gotta have Clint talk about. I mean, you crazy hear Clint pianos about. from oh, the dead. Dude, it's, yeah. it's grand pian- American Grand Piano. Dot com. So is if it, you guys either actually buy... Actually, it's just a, grandamericanpiano.com. There you go. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, earlier. that's yeah. right. So if you guys either buy a piano for him, from him or or have a piano resurrected, one of your old Maybe grandma's you piano... old piano that needs You guys are supporting the show. Yeah. That's right. That's what's yeah, happening. That's absolutely You guys right. are supporting the show. And yeah. just a big thank you to all of you that have bought merchandise, that yeah. have joined, that you're supporting, you're sharing, you're posting. Uh, this is huge. We are grateful to oh. you for your support. Every share um, matters. Man, Every we, post and I I wish I could talk about everything we got going on that we want to be doing yeah. and all that stuff, but yeah. that's that's for another day, another time. But we'll thank you it. for you guys. We'll do it sometime. Absolutely. So, guys, Faithwire, thank everybody for Faithwire who's right. watching right now oh, too. Yeah. Hey, right. Faithwire, share what? the show. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> be a part of the Reformation. Share. You guys, you, you <laughs> yeah. guys see this last week? How the um, uh, oh, the Twitter. Man. Wait, hang on, real quick. Hold on. Whoa, man. The the CEO Twitter uh, of Twitter yeah. had to apologize Jack. for eating Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, did you see that? And then, and then I was Why? thinking, this Jack. is all while Trump is over negotiating, sitting down with Kim Jong Un, and thinking, how odd for what a contrast there. You got kind of this social Marx Marxist pressure here in the United States, making CEOs apologize for eating at a particular restaurant, right? And then yet you have Donald Trump sitting down with Kim Jong Un in Singapore. Th- then that seems that seems so kind of odd. So you, so he, wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me? This dude had to apologize for eating Chick Fil A. Why? Well, he actually said, I think he did something like he supported. Like he, no, he was at Chick Fil A. He it took a, a selfie of him eating a Chick Fil A sandwich, and it had Chick Fil A all wrapper all around it, and tweeted it out. That was it. He said, "Oh man, Chick Fil A is so good." So is so. And then and then the the internet world reminded him that they aren't LGBT friendly. Right. Especially and, this is happening during Pride and, Month, and, right? Like and he Pride. Says, and he says, "Sorry, I forgot about their background." Yes. And so, therefore, Chick-fil-A isn't any good anymore. Now, okay, let me think about this for a second. If someone is supporting or engaging in, this is just the worldviews. I know they're not equal, so guys, don't jump on me. If somebody is uh, supporting a company that supports uh, Planned Parenthood. It's okay to eat there. No, but will we be like, what are you doing, guys? What are you doing supporting this company, support Planned Parenthood straight up, yeah. like, you know, Girl Scouts of America. I think we should be. Do, I think we should be doing a better job of that. Yeah, it depend on the company and depend on the situation. So where I'd be all about. So right now, yeah. if I have my daughters in Girl Scouts of America, uh, and we know that Planned Parenthood is a supporter of Girl right. Scouts of America, right. are we then going to do the same thing and say, guys, what are you doing? Get your kids out of the Girl Scouts of America. And someone, somebody says, you know what? I'm sorry, I shouldn't have did that. Well, we, I don't want to support. I know. That. On our, this show, we've told people so, to stop. We so, told people to pull right, themselves right, out right, of right, out right, out public school. But yeah, you're putting out the the relative the relative moral authority. Also, though, because like right. they say, he, this this company doesn't support our moral values. Right, right. And and Jack bows. Right, right. And and I'm saying he genuflects. Te- te- technically, <laughs> shouldn't he do that if he's holding to the worldview that they're holding to? They're not being inconsistent in their worldview. No, no, no. That's right. They're being very. No, much, they are. They are because how? they because they're they're not right now taking cake bakers before the Supreme Court. R- so they're totally they totally are being inconsistent. Work that out for me because I didn't catch that. How are they being because they're they're saying, listen, if you don't support they, the LGBTQ, I think they're being consistent. Yeah, I think they're being absolutely consistent with the worldview because Meaning. they're saying Chick Fil A says homosexual marriage, homo- gay marriage. We're not supporting that. We're not behind right. it. Yep. You support Chick Fil A, and you're dis- you're giving them money to fund things against yep. us. Right. right. So, I, now I think they're ultimately inconsistent because I want to know where'd you get that moral value from? I, uh, how, sure, do you, how, do you, sure. how do you know it's bad to be against homosexuality? It, 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 where'd yeah. you get that moral you, code yeah, from? Where, yeah, what, exactly. what, who signed Ten Commandments you, and dropped you, them at your front door? You better preach. Right. 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 Yeah. So they're ultimately going to be inconsistent. Yeah. Where'd sure. you get that standard from? 
but I think they are being consistent in terms of trying to um, uniformly um, apply their moral values. But, but what I'm saying is, is where they're in being inconsistent, even in this turf, is that uh, I mean they've 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 chastised Christians for not wanting to hire people from the LGBT community. But that's right. consistent. Same, Isn't that consistent? But, but they don't want to hire Christians. That's being consistent. That's, that's consistent, being cons- right? consistent though, because they don't. They, Christians are wrong. Christians right. are bad. Right. But but they're doing it. So they've done it in the past under the guise of saying, "Hey, you shouldn't let people's beliefs. You should do business regardless of people's beliefs." Okay. What they believe. If you that's what, what if that's what they're yeah. saying, then yeah. that would be inconsistent. They have done that in the past. But so, I think but I think that was like that was their moral ethic ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's so that's, okay. that was them trying to neutralize Christians yeah. to set us up. I think okay. where we're at so, right so now. Right. Right. Let me yep. take. I want to take this somewhere else. So the, okay. so you said I'm gonna take this somewhere else. Well, hang on. We got to get to Kim Jong Un. I know we're gonna get to. We got we got plenty of time. We're gonna get to and then we and then we got to get to um Romans thirteen. Go. You just said Romans thirteen. <laughs> this will go there. So you just said that we should be doing a better job of it. Yeah, when, when it comes to, we should be somewhat like more, them as it more consistent. So, so, so oh yeah. So the, the unbelievers yes. are more consistent than believers. Yeah. often. Yeah. So then, right now, do this for me. I love the NBA. Yeah. Um, because I like basketball. Oh yeah. Uh, but but they're doing a supporting gay marriage in the whole WNBA right. Pride Month, right. and they've got the flag up there with the peace sign. Yep. It's just and they're taking our. I, I think. So, it, I think so how ver- do we? Well, at the very least, I mean, so, I mean, what they did was, I mean, Jack said something about Chick Fil A, and somebody responds and says, "Don't you know their background?" And he says, "Oh, sorry." Yeah. Now he could have doubled down and said, "What? Well, it doesn't matter what I eat." Yeah. Um, but I think at the very least, Christians need to be speaking up. Yeah. That, that would be. That would at least be. Roughly consistent yeah. would be every time you see it. So the last time I spoke, so I love baseball. Right, that, that's right, my right. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, like this is. You I'm know, sorry. No, oh man, it's it's oh, it's like God and my wife and baseball. You know, pretty much. <laughs> then your kids. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> I teach my kids baseball yeah. right some, next to each other. But I saw like I'm so I follow the Mariners, uh, Seattle Mariners, and when they and posted the Texas Rangers, no, and no, they, no, when no. they posted a gay gay pride flag, yeah. I. Um, retweeted and yeah. I said this is shameful yeah. and disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm just going to make a point that when I see it, yeah, I'm going to um, hit it. I'm going to hit it. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not going to just Whew. praise God. But Whew. but I, I did watch. the same thing with the, with the NBA. But I think you should be doing that. So I mean, if yeah. if your people or you know not your people, but the things that you generally enjoy or what support, do you mean by your people? You know, like. Christian. <laughs> no, but, so, so I got a buddy who, who I'm, was I'm talking about NBA or, yeah. or MLB or whatever yeah. it is that you're into. If one of your your people that you follow, yeah, uh, the the sport you're into, the the company or whatever, I think you need to be speaking up and and saying no, that's bad. I'm not gonna. So I got a buddy yeah, who had a, a phone carrier. I think it was AT and T, yeah. and they were supportive of gay and, yeah. and abortion, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, and he he was convicted by it so much. He's like, you know, I got to leave. Yeah, and he went over to somewhere else. Yeah, and I would say if you could do it, do it. Yeah. Wow. To the extent that you can. I mean, we left our bank over it. Yeah. So my my family, we just stopped we stopped banking at Wells Fargo. Yeah. Really? So because this, every time we went to an ATM, I saw gay pride flags, and I right. said, I'm done with this. Yeah. Wow. So so is so it, we is, left? Would it be would it be something you would say is absolutely something that we must do as a Christian, or where your conscience is convicted by it, where you can't engage yeah. anymore? I would say because other than yeah. buying somebody's conscience to do it, how do yeah, we take I, and? I'm not going to bind anybody's conscience over it. I mean, I think there's if if um. The, the principle in the Bible is, you know, Paul says if they, somebody offers you meat sacrificed to idols right. and says, hey, I just got this. I just got done sleeping with a prostitute at Aphrodite's temple. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here, you want some hamburger. You should, you should, you should know not better. eat that yeah. because that, yeah. for, not That's because, law. <laughs> not, not because the meat is evil in, in itself, but he says for the sake of the conscience of the guy who's offering it to you, don't participate in it with Right. Them. So, right. So, so right. if you are direct, you're being good. asked to directly support sin or evil, this is why you should not bake the cake for the homosexual wedding. Or buy Girl or, Scout cookies. Or, or <laughs> no, 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 no. But, Sorry. But if, if, but if, they, but here's the thing: if Girl Scout cookies says buy Girl Scout cookies for gay pride, or do not buy the Girl Scout Parenthood, do not buy yeah. the Girl Scout yeah. cookies. Yeah. But if it's just Girl Scout cookies, and you know, okay, I know, kind of, there's connections here. Paul says the cookies are not unclean and of themselves. Right. Yeah. Somebody offers you the cookies, give thanks to God. All the cookies belong to that, Jesus. That's really helpful, Toby. But, that's good. Yeah. But, but that's but that's the thing. But I think we need to be just more thoughtful about it and more consistent about Absolutely. it. And I yeah. think if you have opportunities and you say, look, this is not getting better. I want to support. I mean, think about it too and positively. What do you want to support? That's right. That's and if, right. And if that's there right. are some companies that are not jumping on the LGBTQSRWZ yeah. bandwagon, and, and like that's a big deal to not jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, absolutely. Then 
throw your so- support behind them and tell them why you're joining. That's right. Yeah. Amen. You go, That's to right. A, go to a new bank. Go, 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 buy, go buy Chick-fil-A sandwich. And go and say, yeah. I'm here because you're not capitulating. Yeah. You're and, not giving in. Yep. And don't That's forget, right. guys, we have something in history we've never had before. The internet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Post it. Right. Share it. Tag them. Communicate. Have, you have a voice. <laughs> right. You have a you know? voice. Speak yeah. up. Share I'm, the show. I'm leaving because you support these <laughs> That's things. That's right. Hey, right. thanks. All right, Bye. Let, let me turn this real quick because we got yeah. a couple minutes left. Romans 13. But, but how Romans do, 13. How do we... Romans 13. I tried to connect this to Kim Jong... <laughs> <laughs> Can I finish the story? Uh, Can I finish the story? There should, there should, be, there should be a... Are you done? Uh, are you done? Uh, are, you, are, you, are you done? Romans yeah. 13. Yeah. Can I finish the story? <laughs> Hashtag. Um, so I tried to tie this into Kim Jong-un and Trump meeting. Uh, um, you tried. This, this we, past yeah, week. We got way out there. Off track. How did it work? But I so so Donald Trump and Kim Jong Un got together this last week in in Korea. They signed something. Okay, and, and not not in Korea, Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Um, it's all the same to me. Oh, um, oh <laughs> we're so sorry. He's I, from Texas. Yeah, we're sorry. I, I apologize. I'm I apologize. Sorry. And um, but I I don't know quite what to think about this. So I'm, I'm trying to because because we've known the crimes against humanity that's gone in North Korea for for decades. Yes. We have known um all the. Uh, just North Korea has been they've been evil, bad. They've been evil, bad. absolutely wicked, totalitarian, wicked, and yet we're more, more willing to go and negotiate over in the uh, yeah. to battle over in the Middle East. And yeah. now we're negotiating. We're willing to go to battle in the Middle East, but we're negotiating with Kim Jong Un right now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you know, you know give it to me. Give it to me. You got two minutes, and you're going to sit up here and start this conversation. It's going to take at least twenty minutes to work look, look, out. Look, look, look. Romans yeah. thirteen. What's, 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 That's what's it. wrong Romans, with you, people? Okay. okay, here's the thing. I I think that one of the best ways to evaluate. I mean, it's complicated, and I think we need to be tentative. Yeah. So let's be tentative, and let's not be. You know. I mean, I think all of the really, really extreme responses, many of which have been negative, that this is just a big show, um, it's false, it's a sham, Trump is, you know, um, becoming buddy-buddy. Yeah, Okay. I think one of the clearest places to look is South Korea. Oh, okay. What what do the South Koreans think is, I mean, they're the ones who have the most to lose. Yeah. If this is false, if this is fake, if this is Trump in any way um, propping up a totalitarian dictatorship, yeah. encouraging crimes against humanity, and if, if that's going on, South Korea has the most to lose. Yeah, the Trojan yeah. horse is in for them. And so, right. so right in the aftermath, when everybody lit their hair on fire and ran around on Twitter for 24 hours, right, um, I, I read um, President Moon's response yeah. Yeah. Re- remember a few weeks ago months yep. ago whatever yep. there was that meeting and they shook hands and crossed each other's borders yep. but president moon and the south koreans ha- they have the most to lose yeah. and so i read his comments and he i would say he's pretty positive was cautiously yeah. optimistic he huh. and, and there's a lot of people saying you know oh north korea has agreed to denuclearize for you know all these different years and they're yeah. listing all these years and they're saying yep. yeah they lie 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 but President Moon knows that. Yeah, yeah. He, he knows more than anybody. More else. than anybody else, he knows that, mm-hmm. and other people in in the in the in the Far East know that. Right. And he said this is a momentous occasion. It hasn't been. This hasn't been this way before. He said it was That's a big deal. Yeah. And so I think if they're saying, "Huh, this is a big deal. This is something right. new. We've not right. seen this before." I think everybody needs to say, "Okay, let's let's, let, let's yeah. see. Let's take our lead let's, from them. Let's, let's see what wait and see. Do. Let's right. wait and see." Really, do you had to bring this up now? We're gonna have yeah, to talk about this. We have a guest coming on, right? We got Dr. Keith McCurdy coming on. We're going to talk about, he's a Christian and psychologist, but Christian first and means it. And we're going to talk about sturdy kids, raising sturdy kids. What kind of kids? Sturdy. Sturdy kids. You want some sturdy kids? All you dads out there better be concerned about some sturdy kids. When we come back on Cross Politics, we'll talk to Keith next. Romans 13. Really, at the end of the day, We want our kids to have an amazing education, but we are sending our children into this world and we want our kids to be able to stand toe to toe with this world and be able to defend their faith. CC really, really, really helps you to get that foundation. I love that they are getting, um, they have a safe place to explore their faith and that that biblical worldview is being reinforced. What we're doing at home is what's happening in the classroom. How important is it to you um, to be involved in your child's education? How important is it to you to um, instill your values in your child? How important is it to you to be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than you? How important is it to you to have your child be a part of something that's just a little bit bigger than them? Everything that I wanted for my children's education, every question I asked, 
Classical Conversations was the answer. guys how's it going happy father's day <laughs> happy father's day welcome yeah. back to cross yeah. politic happy father's day game on hey. uh faith Thank wire you. thanks for tuning in uh like share share the show people be uh, a part of the new reformation tag your friends hey. tag your dads invite um with us we're really grateful to have on this segment uh mr keith mccurdy hey. keith has worked with families, children, parents, and individuals for over 30 years in the field of mental health, working with wow. more than 15,000 individuals and families. He received his Master of Arts and Education Specialist degrees from James Madison University. That's kind of a liberal arts degree. He's, he's currently yeah. <laughs> the president and CEO of Total Life Counseling, Inc., and is licensed in the state of Virginia as a licensed professional counselor, licensed marriage and family therapist. <clears throat> he's got a lot of letters after Th- his does name. Does your license apply to D.C.? <laughs> yeah, no, not really. Uh, uh-oh. Keith provides counseling and consulting services as well as a variety of workshops on improving parenting skills, building strong marriages, and maintaining healthy relationships. He's developed and regularly offers a parenting retreat entitled Raising Sturdy Kids, which is one of the particular things that we want to talk with Keith today about. Um, he's also um, the chairman of the board at Faith Christian School, a Christian yeah, classical guys. school. Yeah, classical school, Roanoke. Roanoke, Virginia. If yes. anybody's in the neighborhood, um, check him out. Um, also, he's an avid outdoorsman and is actively involved with Boy Scouts of America. Still? Uh-oh, we should ch- ask him but about that. But they don't that. exist anymore. Yeah. Uh-oh. For a little longer. Okay. Oh. He also coaches high school basketball. There you and go. And he and his wife uh lenny hold on i've wait, been wait. married for 24 years with two children one in junior high and one uh, keith, a junior in college i got two oh, junior in high school junior and junior high college school. keith I got two questions for you the first one sure. who's, who's better lebron james or michael jordan oh oh mj okay good hey. <laughs> we're good we're good okay, so second far. question are your kids baptized uh yes <laughs> <laughs> they're in high school and college man <laughs> yeah but, okay were they baptized when they were children Babies. babies. Were they yes. babies? Yes, when they were children. Oh, no! no. no. Babies? You, 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 just, you, just, you just made them happy. You phrased it wrong. Babies, Keith? Uh, we, 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 no, well, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were doing we're, so we're Presbyterians good. over here. <laughs> oh, you were doing <laughs> if you so well, and, and that's, I, I was in a Baptist church growing up, and then we, uh, we, our kids have grown up in a Presbyterian church. Okay. 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 Well, all right. All right. You're coming along. So I got all the bases covered. So, okay. so we can have a beer with you at least. Absolutely. <laughs> See, okay. I have to wear dark sunglasses and a hat. But well, at least I can have a beer. It's, it's great to have you on Cross Politics, Keith. Thanks so much for coming on. Sure. Thanks for having me, guys. It, it, it says here that um, your primary focus is helping others better understand how a Christian worldview, not psychology, Ooh. should be the primary influence in parenting and relationships today. Okay. So, what do you mean yeah. by the, what do you mean by that? What does that mean? Well, I'll give you a great example. If you. Uh, if you take 10 therapists and line them up and, and give them a, a kid to look at and you say, what's wrong with this kid who's being, you know, who's acting out a little bit, you'll get two or three different diagnostic codes and they'll tell you what's wrong with them. Right. But if you ask the same 10 therapists, what does a healthy kid look like? Mm. They're not going to know mm. because there's no psychology doesn't give us any agreed upon underlying theoretical framework for what is healthy. Mm. That's interesting. It's all based on dysfunction. And so, and I tell uh, folks all the time who are asking me, you know, gosh, what should I look for in a therapist? I said, well, ask them what a healthy kid looks like. Mm. If they can't answer what a healthy child looks like, you don't want to go to them for any advice. Oh. Interesting. So, so how do they know what's wrong with them if they don't have any objective standard for what a, what a child looks like? Well, unfortunately, what we've done in psychology is, is we've come up with our own language. And as you guys know, language is power. Yeah. And so we've come up with, the DSM, the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual, and what folks forget is all it is is a symptom classification system. That's mm. it. But we buy into it like, in a sense, like it's a Bible for psychology. Mm. And so folks in my profession literally go down through a checklist of symptoms, and when they can compile enough symptoms in a certain category, that's the label they give your child. That's you. Right. So they have no idea yeah. of what a real human being is then. 
Mm. Right, because the, the the framework of what's unhealthy is not based on its comparison. You, you know, they're not saying this is unhealthy because it's different than what is healthy. They're saying it's unhealthy because we agreed that these symptoms mean this is the diagnosis they have. Well, even and to it, me, that that's a pseudoscience. That's not a right. science. Because at, at any given time, I mean. Anything, anything that could change. Well, the right? DSM I mean, manual has right. changed, right? Hasn't they? Haven't they even oh, redefined absolutely. what the transgender used to be labeled as a negative yep. uh, disorder in the DSM? Correct. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Homosexuality yeah, was a d- disorder. Yeah. Yep. That's right. And and we've changed it as culture has changed. It's amazing how DSM has changed to say these things are problems that culture doesn't like, and things that culture does like. They're no longer problems in DSM. They're things yeah. we just need to accept and understand. I'm going to ask a stupid and that, question. And that, to me, is dangerous. <laughs> okay, ask the... Uh, what's DSM mean? Somebody help me out here. He just, he just D- Diagnostic and Statistical okay. Manual. I'm, I'm a little slower yeah. than most, so you're going to have to walk me through no, this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you label Knox right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> drug What drug would um, you medicate him with? <laughs> help me out, brother. Uh, well, I don't know, man. I don't I don't run to drugs, but he, it sounds like he needs a lot of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> well, that's nothing new. <laughs> so, so unpack a little bit more than what you mean, though, by then pursuing a Christian worldview. What, what does that mean for you and, and in your in your line of your work? Well, in my line of work, when when parents come in with kids that are troubled, one of the first things I do is really look at, you know, what is their goal in raising their children? What is their target? Mm. And if they're coming in and all they're trying to do is decrease a negative symptom, which is what most folks come in with, then that, that tells me they really don't know what the healthy target is. Mm. And psychology doesn't offer us that, but Scripture does. Okay. You know, Scripture gives us a picture of maturity uh, and a path to get there, which is healthy struggle. But what we have done culturally is we have, as we've become more therapeutic, right. meaning we have elevated the individual and how we feel, we have gotten away from healthy struggle to everybody being happy. Huh. Oh, and the more and the more we've pursued keeping people happy, the more fragile our children have become. Mm-hmm. Oh, our, ch- children today do not, uh, on the whole, do not know how to handle the normal rigors of life. Mm. Right. And this is why we've got all this, like, all these safe spaces and this kind of thing going on. Oh, exactly. Right. Well, yeah. We got we got safe yeah. spaces from the church. Snow, so. Snowflakes and <laughs> well, sure that came from the church. Yeah, right. so. <laughs> like we don't we don't we have well, safe spaces. We won't talk about certain subjects in the church. Sure, you know, sure hurt, hurt people's feelings. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And and so what happens is you have parents that come in and their whole goal is I want my child to be happy. Right. And mm-hmm. what I reshape for them is no, you want your child to be sturdy and equipped. That's mm-hmm. why Scripture uses term. Well, if you go back to Deuteronomy. Some of the first passages to parents about children is is teach them these truths. Right. Let them see it everywhere. And then in Proverbs, we're told to train, and training is hard. Right. And and parents that that runs counter to parents' view today. Of my goal is to keep them happy. Hmm. So how do you raise sturdy kids? Yeah. What does that mean? What does that look like? Well, I tell parents four categories. I say number one, you've got to first identify who your family is. You know, you've got to have some boundaries and, and draw a box around your family. So what's your family identity? And that that starts really with what you say yes to in your family and what you say no to. And it forces parents to really evaluate the nature of things. You know, there is no neutrality. Right. There is a true nature yeah. to everything. Yeah. And so it really forces them to look at that. And, you know, one of the things I get, I'll give you an easy one, uh, video game. Yep. And, and I'm sure... I'm sure Chuck Knox is loaded in video games and plays all the time, right? <laughs> NBA 2K18, baby. But one of the things I challenge parents with, I said, well, you know, you've probably put video games in the neutral category, but oh, no. they're not neutral. That's right. You mm. know, they, they either add to or take away right. something in your family's life and your family's functioning in your child's life, and you have to evaluate that. Okay. So the first thing is, and that's just one example, that's I funny. have parents evaluate who are you? You know, what is your family identity? Because once you've established what you said is healthy and what you say is unhealthy, then it simplifies being able to tell your children, yeah, we just don't do that in this family. Right. Or, yeah, we do that in this family. My my son, who's now 17, and he uh, he's kind of a man child. He's about 6'5", has a full beard, <laughs> and he does all these crazy sports. He he will joke that, yeah, he never had video games, but he shoots guns and blows things up. Right. <laughs> That's right. Because we say we say yes to certain things, but we say no to certain things. Yeah. Mm. 
So poor the second kid. category, <laughs> did, did what poor kid, right? Exactly. The, the second category I tell folks is you have to begin doing less and requiring more of your children. Hmm. Now, it used to be, if you go back 100 years ago, as soon as a child demonstrated a functional ability, we gave them a reason to use it. Oh. So typically by the age of two, two and a half, as soon as a child could carry things, they were carrying wood. As soon as they were tall enough to reach the sink, they were doing dishes. As soon as they were strong enough, Come on, to you better up a preach, horse, they man. Preach, preach. I know. And when when that happens, hmm. when we require children to use the capabilities that God has given them, then by the age of 10, 11, or 12, yeah. their confidence and capability is beyond what most college students is today. Ouch. Ooh. That's right. Ouch. Ooh. That's right. Then the, then the third thing I tell folks is instead of using charts and instead of coming up with, you know, tons of different guidelines and rules, have a simple cause and effect system. Cause and effect is the most basic learning tool in childhood. So in other words, instead of griping with your child about do your homework, do your homework, do your homework, it's, hey, I don't care when you do your homework, but you can't do anything else until it's done. Let them suffer with it. Let them suffer with their inaction. And if you truly hold that line, the vast majority, more than 90% of children that don't have a developmental delay, will come around and start complying. Part of what you're talking about there is just the responsibility that you've given them as parents. Let them fail with it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, right. I felt the responsibility. Well, the, in the very we're, we're, basic, we're letting, we're letting them succeed or fail, and all we're doing is holding the gate, holding them accountable. Right, that's right. Yeah. And the ba- the basic tool that you know, at least especially when they're very young, God gives the rod. Yeah, to parents. That's right. It's the same kind well, of ca- exactly right. cause and effect kind of thing. I mean, you don't reason with a two year old. Right. You just say, you know, if you throw a fit, it's going to be a spank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, right. Yeah. yeah, you know, well, I always think it's funny when parents want to reason with two, three, four, five-year-olds. It's as if the parent one day expects the child to say, oh, my gosh, Mom, now that you've explained that the 409th time, I get it. <laughs> yeah, right. And not only, you should not see, only you should see David's it. face right now, Knox's face right now. He's like, right. That's for you sure. Say I mean, that. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not just going to take the trash out. I'm going to go wash the neighbor's car. <laughs> now that you explained responsibility. That's right. That's three. Okay, now four. Thing, the fourth thing I'll tell parents is limit technology. We have got to work to make technology have as small a footprint as possible in the lives of our children hmm. because technology gets in the way of healthy development hmm. for children. Why does it do Every, that? How does it do that? Well, um, goodness, I'll give you one simple way. Let's look at um, attention span. Okay. You know, we know that when let, let's say most games right what, what now, are we talking about right now what are we talking about right now <laughs> well technology <laughs> okay, so, sorry okay, yeah, yeah sorry, right. span. Right. <laughs> case put, proven put, what down do put, down, put down your cell phone <laughs> <laughs> well i'll give you i'll give you a couple examples number one we already know that both with uh children and adults teenagers the more social media activity you have the higher levels of anxiety and depression you have okay. we know that wow. we know that what gives school drama legs more than anything else is social media mm-hmm. We know that when we grew up, granted, I don't know how old you guys are, but let's assume you're older than 30. Uh, when we grew up, when we got home from school, the outside world was shut out. Yeah. We had a haven. Yeah. We had a haven to exist in a family, develop healthy connection, develop healthy relationships, practice our craft of relationship within the correct format. Today, we don't do that. It oh. doesn't matter where we are. We have constant intrusion. Hmm. Now, and so those are just yeah. simple examples. That's good. Well, okay, so this is where, okay, Keith, you know, I like you. We, we've been doing so good. The first three, I was with you, man. <laughs> the first three, <laughs> I was rocking <laughs> with you because I was like, spank them kids. You know what I'm saying? Put <laughs> put them kids to work, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as they can I'm carry something, their hands can fit around it, go get your own bottle. But you, but, know, <laughs> but, but you do a lot with technology. But, I, but number four, limit technology, I, I want to push back with you a little bit because I sure. don't think that technology is creating something as much as it's actually exposing something. What's it exposing? Well, exactly what you said. We have you know, right. so nothing. Nothing gets more legs than you know school drama on technology. Right. Well, the school drama is there, and now you're seeing the heart exposed sure through is. the technology. But I don't think the technology is creating the thing that's that's already there. That's already there. The drama's already well, there. It might well, be putting, right, it might be putting like, gasoline right, well, me, on the fire a little bit. Yeah, well, sure. Let me let me but, put, but so let me is push anything back else. on you a little bit. Sure. Okay. Yeah, push yeah. back a little bit because here's what I would suggest to you that. Technology in and of itself may not be directly causing a lot of this, but it is the exacerbating factor, and it has created different forms of communication. It has cheapened communication. 
it has changed how our children and teenagers actually communicate with one another. They can sit for hours and communicate through text and social media, but they can't look someone in the eye, carry on a conversation, and read social gestures. Yeah, but, you know, we run it. but there's an educational process that's happened that someone has let the tech teach them something, uh, the parents who are guarding them, right? Sure. Let them teach other than, you know, so it's revealing more than it's actually uh, teaching. Like, like, or, right. or, or, or like well, that's why I'm saying, and that's why I'm saying the goal is create a smaller footprint of the technology so these other things can be learned. Or a counterexample. Absolutely. A counterexample might be so I, I think, you know, letting somebody alone, a child alone with the technology, yeah. they spend hours texting, messaging, oh, sure. YouTubing, and so on. Yeah. But if but if the technology that you have in your home is actually, you know, used to create community between the members of the family. Sure. I mean if I'm if I'm you know, if my if my son can have easier access to me when I'm at work or if yeah, yeah. you know, if, if we're communicating or you know working on a game or watching videos together, right, whatever, yeah. and that's all the use of technology, but it's actually reinforcing family yeah. identity, not not uh, fragmenting it. Right, right, right. I, yeah, I'm just thinking yeah, the thing yeah, itself yeah. isn't the problem as much as it is the person yeah. who's over. Like colleges, I'm, I give, I grant they have problems, but again, there wasn't a college yeah. in the world that I could have went to that's going to change me from Christianity we, because of how it was sure. raised. Oh, right, right. right. So right. I just don't want to well, say. Well, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. Well, yeah, we're not we're not labeling all technology as bad. It's right. just make it a smaller footprint because there are other developmental things that need to happen yeah. in childhood and teenage years. And if we allow unrestrained technology, yeah, it doesn't leave room for those. Yeah. I, I'll give you another example. Yeah. Uh, several studies that have been done, national studies, when you introduce technology into the classroom, like laptops, GPA falls across the board, college yeah. and high school. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Right, you know, and and that's not and that's not the technology oh, exacerbating I, I, anything. I don't that's know, technology like, getting in the way. Well, or at the very least, it's us not knowing, knowing how, how to, to use knowing it. how to handle that's it true, right. We're true. we're all we're 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 getting an F on technology. So I, yeah, I can say, hey, until right. we learn how to manage this better, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. This is dangerous for us. Oh, so that's, I, that's just that's a wisdom thing. Yeah. You're, you're raising your sure. kids and you're giving them certain responsibilities. I want to I want to push us. I want to bring up something different. Yeah. I want to push us right. in a different right. direction real quick here. Um, sure. We've only got a couple minutes left with you. Um, one sure. of the big things um, in the news recently has been suicide. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anthony Bourdain's suicide kind of you know, yeah, big yeah. flash and I think there might have been a couple of other Kate high Spade. Yeah, yeah, high profile um celebrities right. who have um committed suicide recently. Um speak to us a little bit about um that. I mean, how do you how does that hit you and sort of what the news and media is is um flooding us with um in in the aftermath of these things? How do you address those that that real I mean horrible problem in our culture as a Christian psychologist? Sure. Well, I think if we back up a little bit and look at the trend of psychology over the last you know, 30, 40, 50 years, we, we had, we had um, suicide rates climbing. And then in the mid-80s, we had the introduction of Prozac, and then yeah. our market got – we got flooded with all other kinds of meds. And what yeah. happened is we kind of flattened the suicide rate for a period of time. Okay. But, but in that, we still were buying into a therapeutic model of the goal is to feel better yeah. rather than to rather than to live better. Yeah. And so what happened is over time, and I believe what we are seeing now, and I see this with teenagers. I mean, I deal with the most suicidal population that walks the earth. Okay. Teenagers. Mm. Yeah. And and what I see is when they are coming in and have an expectation that what I do with them or a medication they take will make them feel happy. Yeah. They buy into the notion that that will solve their problems. Uh. And unless they learn to live differently at some point, that's right. they will decide this hasn't worked yet, so I'm done. Yeah, that's good. But if I'll give you an example, somebody, you know, kid, I, I at weekly I get this conversation. A child will come in, a teen, young, teenager will come in, a college age student will come in and say, you know, I just want to feel better. Mm. And and I say, well, I say, what have you tried? Well, you know, I've tried this and that and that and that. You know, and I say, well, I'm going to challenge you that your your goal is not to feel better. Because negative feelings are a part of life as well. Your goal is to learn to live better. Amen. And in living right. better and being better equipped, you will find that you're able then to manage both positive and difficult emotions better rather than just getting rid of them. Yeah. And so that's really how I engage. I think the suicide issue is just an end result of us being so therapeutically minded Ouch. with the goal of yeah. feeling happy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so, so real quick, Keith, Live better. That's general. Give, give me some specifics. You know, like you walk me through the first four ways to to um, raise sturdy to kids. raise sturdy kids. How do I? What, give me some ways to live better. What does that look like? Paint well, that it's, well, it's, inter 
Well, it's interesting to me. When I have a teenager come in, one of the first assessments I do, I say, well, before, before I give you any big goals to work on, we need to make sure you're functioning consistently with how God built you. Amen. Uh, are, you are you sleeping? <laughs> well, no, I'm up every night till 2 a.m. Well, well, okay, we've got to change that. Okay. Are, you, are you having healthy intake of food? No, I don't eat breakfast or lunch, and I eat you know, Cheetos for dinner. Uh, are you getting any physical activity? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, my thumbs are really strong from playing Xbox, but I don't do anything else. <laughs> right. I mean, and it's amazing to me that the vast majority of teenagers that walk in my office, their families have allowed them to live dysfunctionally uh, and now are shocked and wondering why they are depressed or anxious. Right. Thinking. And so, wow. Yeah, and so one of the first things I do, I say, well, before we can tackle any major things, let's get you to at least live functionally, consistent yeah, with wow. how your body's built. Yeah. yeah. And so that's a starting point with almost all teenagers that come into my office. I assess that with them right off the bat. Mm, that's good stuff. Keith yeah. McCurdy. Yeah. Brother. Uh, check, wow. check out the, the website, uh, listeners, watchers, um, Keith McCurdy. It's, uh, tell us your website one more time. Uh, it's Total Life Counseling, Inc., dot com dot com dot com yeah all right all keith right. it's so great to have you on cross politic appreciate your work brother keep it up yeah more Thanks, cross politic when we come back keith you're still wrong about the last thing i, <laughs> 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 I, said, I still like you <laughs> well cross politic has a new sponsor who you might be asking decree design Decree Design is a graphic design and web development company that serves your business by helping you speak clearly through visual representation. Serving 90 plus businesses in logo design, print design, brand strategy, web development, and more. Decree Design has a skill and personal touch to customize a package specifically catered to your needs of your business, great or small, and provide personal assistance every step of the way. Whether you're a well-established real estate broker or entrepreneur getting your business off the ground, Decree Design will help your company's visual presence speak clarity and truth. For more information, please visit DecreeDesign.co or schedule a consultation with Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Yeah, Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Hey, and tell them Cross Politics sent you. That was so good. Great talking to Keith. That was good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, welcome back to Cross Politic, where we are celebrating Father's Day with you. Happy Father's Day. And your dads. And we want you Share the show. to be raising Share the show. some sturdy kids. That's right. Amen. Hopefully you got some sturdy kids watching the show with you. Yeah. That's right. You know, Amen. that's one of the, my favorite things is hearing people talk about how they listen how and watch Cross Politic with their families. Yes. Uh, sometimes in the car when we're trying to figure out something that everybody is will agree upon yeah, in yeah, my yeah. family, yeah. cross politic is actually one of the few things like everybody's like, all right, cross politic. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> because, you know, we got like, these different you know, boys and girls and different likes and dislikes yeah. and so on. And we're like, okay, cross politic. That's fun. So who's your kid's favorite person on cross politic? I'm not telling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah, I don't want to cause you to stumble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so David's a unicorn in our town. <laughs> so yes, like, share the show, tag your friends, tag your enemies. Um, TotalLifeCounselingInc.com. Uh, that was really helpful. Check man. out uh, yeah. Keith McCurdy, Doctor Keith, uh, and the uh, good doctor. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm you still know, not biting on four, but I'm, I think he's hitting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you know, speaking of raising sturdy kids, which. Um, Man, we hope you're doing by go baptize your kids if you have children. <laughs> that's a good way to start raising sturdy kids. Amen. Yeah, that's how you start. Um, you know, in the news, you've been hearing a lot about the evils and the wickednesses. Wickednesses. Preach, preacher. Of 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 separating the children from their parents. You been hearing this? Immigration. It's the Tearing reason, it's the children immigration. away from their parents. Yeah. What abortion? They're, Oh, no. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's another. That's ripping children apart from their parents. From their, their parents. In their parents. Oh, <laughs> um, got no, no. It. But, but right that's, now, everybody is is uh, is flipping out, having royal royal flip out mm. because of of the audacity, the audacity mm. um, that Trump has. The big bully man. And Jeff Sessions is his thug. Oh, uh, in t- 
separating families, mm. parents from their children. Shame on Have you been hearing this? Yes. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I got, I got a Nancy Pelosi video I could play for you guys. Oh, this. Really? all over the news. <laughs> you want no, me to play this? Please, I want my ears to bleed. You want to no. hear, hear Nancy? No. I don't know. Is it worth it? Uh, this is an act of the administration. Uh, they have been planning this for a while. Uh, as a mother of five children, grandmother of nine, uh, I'm sure any parents here, mother or father, knows that this is barbaric. This is not what America is, but this is the policy of the Trump administration. Look, here's the thing. If <laughs> This is barbaric. When, when liberals start getting moralistic on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. This is barbaric and evil and horrible. Every Christian in the right mind needs to sit up straight and tall and squint their eyes. That's right. Okay? Yeah. You with me? Yeah. You'd be like, okay, first of all, where'd you get that moral standard from? Yep. What's barbaric? Well, she's What's, a Christian. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, I'm sure. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but then, but then, oh, man, the thing that's been driving me crazy, though, is all the Christians, leaders, like, they're like, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. Bad and like we've been like we haven't been able to end abortion mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but the liberals come along and be like, "This is terrible! This is terrible! This is terrible!" Now, here's the thing. First of all, uh, there's a bunch of stuff that's getting lumped together, right? Okay, yeah. so is that actually what they're doing? Okay, that's the thing we got to s- clarify here. Let's let's sort th- sort this out. There's a number of different things going on. There's the DACA thing, DACA right. DACA. Dika Daka, whatever Uh that thing is, Uh which was a bad law from the beginning that Obama made about people that somehow ended up here. Mm -hmm. It was not constitutional. It's against the law. Mm -hmm. And remember, Trump last fall ended it Mm -hmm. and said by executive order. You got. Yeah. um, Because it was illegal and he was getting threatened with a lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And and so he said, Congress, you got to fix the law. fix it it's not my job it's not the president's job to write law okay it's your job and the and the congress didn't do it and so we still got that situation about people who are already in the country yeah and and i'm I'm not sure exactly the exact status but i know that it's it's possible that there are some people being deported because of the end of daca i I don't know exactly the exact status there but again the point is is if you come into the country and you break laws coming into the country um okay you you have to deal with the law, yeah. the law of the land, or Congress and, needs to make some changes, or you need, or you need right? to you need to appeal for for an exception. You need yep. to appeal. I mean, and use you know do that. Yep. But here's the thing: what what the what the what the liberals and the media are are going insane insane nuts. You know, back crazy about. Yep. You're hearing about these stories about these um these uh like old shut down WalMarts and Targets full of yep. children. Yep. They're like, you know, detention centers for children and everybody's right. just, you know, horrible. Bar- okay. Okay. Um, here's the deal. All along the southern border, there are stations where anybody at any time can come in and say, can we please come in? There's stations set up for this. There's stations set up. Okay. There's there's right. immigration officials and, 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 and people who know the law and know the deal. And, and, I, and you can go there and you can apply. Right. right. And, there, and I don't know all the exact 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 regulations but there are laws in the books that apparently give these officers the ability to adjudicate is this a person that i can bring in do they have paperwork and so on um or does this look suspicious or you know whatever now that you can do that and this is like applying for some sort of green card uh, visa something okay but if you come across somewhere else yeah it's called illegal Right, you're 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 crossing into the. You're supposed to use you know get in line, yep. mm-hmm. wait your turn, go through the process, in, go through the process. Yeah. You're welcome to do that anytime. Right, but if you try to cross illegally, that's well illegal. Right. Okay. Now here's the thing. A little while back, under the Obama administration, Obama or somebody in his administration said, "Yeah, if people come over illegally, kick them back out. Yeah. You know, and and process them as you know somebody who tried to come in illegally. Right. And send them back over unless they have kids." Right. right. And so Obama or his administration made this exception and said, stop uh, deporting them if they have kids. Right. Um, and, and made this exception. Well, what does this do? Well, now I'm going to fire me somebody kids. Kind of like we do with with taxation. Serious. Hey, your, your kids on your credit, your tax. Yeah. Can I get for your kids? Serious. It's, it, it, <laughs> so it incentivizes. It incentivizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something illegal, but if I have a kid with me, it's cool. Can I claim yours? <laughs> right? I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of like, I mean, it's a much, much lesser version of it, but it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, terrorists with kids. 
or remember during the Vietnam or or mm. the Korean Ukraine war. Sometimes the the, the bad guys would use, would use kids, kids. Yeah. as shields, right. human shields, so that right. you couldn't shoot at them because you thought I won't kill a kid. Right, right. And, but then they'd be shooting at you. Right. Um. It's not not right. wartime, but you know, there it incentivizes people like, oh, if I bring my kids with me, then I can stay. Well. What basically what happened, Jeff Sessions and, and the Trump administration said, no, that was a bad idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's inviting people to bring kids, maybe sometimes kids that aren't even theirs. Yeah. I mean, are you incentivizing kidnapping? Right. <laughs> you know, right. Right. get people to get kids that don't belong to them and bring them across. And oh, then, OK, they got kids. We can't. We can't. We get so, kids off. so the Trump administration says this is a bad deal. We need to process all illegal attempts as a crime. Right. And so just like any other crime. If you're arrested and you're detained and you're put in jail, you don't get to take your kids with you. Not to jail. No, you don't get to take. Nobody gets to take kids to jail yep. if, if if you're arrested. Actually, right. if anything, we challenge whether or not you're a good parent. Exactly. Point, Oftentimes, there'll be an yeah. investigation yeah. of like, yeah. how's it going with the, uh, this? Yeah. Is this parent treating these kids well? He, this person is acting in a criminal way. Right. Are they being criminal yeah. towards their kids? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And so Nancy Pelosi and all these people jump in on this pull my heartstrings, emotion, sympathy, ah stuff. It's like unpack this, right? Well, um, yeah. and and so, and I'm not saying that all the laws we have on the books are the right laws. No, 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 no. Actually, I, we, I we have a problem. I don't know do. what the laws are, and I know that we're not very good at justice in this country, right? But, but I don't <laughs> really, but, really. But I'm not. But I don't think it's helpful. I don't think it's good for us to get jump on the emotion bandwagon. Right. That's what they want. They want to do law by emotion is pushing for is he's pushing for tr- uh, congress to act yeah yeah fix right? this congress yeah. is the one that set up a lot of the legislation and, for immigration w- that caused problems yeah. Yeah. yeah and so trump is actually trying to get them to so act do, and something. do something and he's trying something. to force them to take responsibility yeah for what and I, and of course, situation of course trump's trying to push to build a wall i mean that's one of the things he's trying to push sure, for all right. and he wants congress to act on it to try to get um, people to stop bringing their kids across the country so that, i mean illegally yeah right, but, right. but the situation so what happens is then is that if you come across illegal and you have kids then they are saying look we're going to pr- prosecute this as a right, crime. Right. And so for, for a temporary time, you're going to be processed as an adult and your kids are going to be processed as well. Yeah. And it's temporary for a little while. And then we're going to, we're going to send them back home. We're going right. to, we're going to place them with appropriate families like right. we do in any other situation in our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's in that context, of course, that, um, Jeff Sessions, you know, stands up. I don't remember where he was. Is he in Texas? I don't uh, know. Um, but, no, no. but he, I, I can play that video. Yeah. Too. But, but yeah. he said, you know, and he, that's when he, he's saying, look, um, he, he quotes Romans 13. You guys yeah, let, let, me, let me find that video. Uh, uh, go ahead and finish you your know, talk. But, but he, oh, here it is. Here it is. He's talking to, I think, some like faith leaders or something yep. who are challenging him. on you Fort know, Wayne, Indiana. Here okay. we go. Oh, Jeff Indiana. Sessions. Uh, discuss some concerns raised by our church friends about separation of families. Many of the criticisms raised in recent days are not fair, not logical, and some are contrary to plain law. First... Illegal entry into the United States is a crime. It should be, it must be, if you're going to have a legal system and have any limits whatsoever. Persons who violate the law of our nation are subject to prosecution. If you violate the law, you subject yourself to prosecution. And I would cite you to the Apostle Paul and his clear and wise command in Romans uh, 13 to obey the laws of the government because God has ordained, ordained the government for his purposes. So he's right. Yeah. Well, well, and he's right. When he said this, Jeff. Romans 13 was trending on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Trending. Yes. And I, I tweeted, I was like, hey, are, are we coming to repentance? Is our and, nation coming and to repentance? What's crazy We're talking though, about Romans so, 13. Right. So everybody, That's everybody blows up, you know, all of a sudden the Bible matters. Oh, right. Um, but I mean, first of all, what Jeff said is right. Jeff. Right? Yeah. The, the, he's right because what, and what, and I think this is one of the fundamental things we're up against is are we going to have justice by emotion or justice by law? Yeah. Justice well, by justice emotion. Doesn't even work, but justice and emotion don't even go together. No, they don't. It's, it's not even, but that's the thing is if you try, if you're trying to get justice by emotion, because that makes me feel bad because it makes me feel sad because it breaks my heart. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, then Look. anybody can get anything in the name of that kind of. I'm I'm happy. Justice. I'm happy when anybody says we should be obeying the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you why I'm happy about that because <laughs> I know it's a double edged sword. 
Jeff, if you're going to say the Bible tells you to obey the government, then you got to remember that the government needs to obey Thank the God. Bible. That's yes, right. Sir. Yes, <laughs> so sir. If we're going to bring this conversation yeah. in, Jeff, I'm so glad you want to talk about this. Yep. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm, this is a great, great conversation. He, and, to have. and here's the thing. In the aftermath of that, you have all kinds of people stepping up saying, but the government isn't always right. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel had to disobey the law. Everybody yep. turns into a theologian. All of a sudden, I love them. Yes. Like, I'm like, yeah. So how about it? Apostle yeah. Paul broke out of prison. Right. You know, Peter. Right. And so, um, I mean, and they're right, too. You know what's funny about this but, is nobody turns into Andy Stanley at this point. No <laughs> right. one, no, 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 no one is trying to unhitch it. their New Testament from their Old Stop Testament. It. At that point. No, no. No, 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 no. We can't talk about immigration. Immigration law, that's in the Old Testament. <laughs> that's what oh. we should do. Immigration law is oh, in the man. Old Testament. Shadrach, oh, Meshach, Old Testament. Old Testament. Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, Old Testament. Old Testament. We unhitched yeah. that a long time no, ago. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Pastor Andy Stanley, he told hey, us. You'll, you'll have to check out our show next week <laughs> for us to break down well, Andy Stanley. Well, just check out Twitter feed from, yeah, from yeah. Uh, yeah, Chuck Knox. If you haven't yeah. already seen his clips from the Andy Stanley. Oh, our brother, uh, yeah. We'll oh, get there. Keith we'll Darryl. get there. Keith Darrell did a really Mash. good job. Uh, just, yep, Keith. That's right, Brother Keith. Yeah, uh, he, but, talking about that. But, I mean, no one turns right. into that person right. when, when, when this happens. Everybody all of a sudden starts using the Old Testament as a justification. They all of a sudden figured out how to get past all those other codes. But here's the thing yeah. but, yeah. but the that, that's right but the yeah. logic of of jeff sessions i mean if, if you think to yourself okay it is it is it is right um justice functions by truth right. and by fixed law and i think that's what he's honestly trying to do uh he's trying to say look this is the law and we're just enforcing it and you need to submit and and it's good and healthy in itself for society that yeah. is true yeah that's right and it's the same it, why because God doesn't change. Right. And it's good for you. It's it, good for the you. The standards of justice do not change. It's good for you. It's a protection for you because it means then that it, it's not it's not bendable. It's not flexible and it can't be used. It, 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 the same standard that you apply to others will be applied back to you. That's what Jesus says. He's also assuming that all authority is under God. Right. It's under Jesus. He's, he's right. assuming that. He's quoting right. Romans, right. New Testament, now, all authority. You know, and, and but it's by the same standard, yep. by the same by the same rule of law that we, uh, the same um, principle that we would say the Old Testament standard of justice mm. is consistent with the New Testament of standard course, of justice. Of and so all the people saying, well, sometimes you have to disobey. That's, that's right. right, but it's yeah. not based on emotional whim. Yeah. It's not based why, on yeah. you feel bad. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not based on because it makes you feel bad that a child is not with their mom. Why are you disobeying? It, it, it depends on well, what's the situation. Right. It's it, against ultimately how what Scripture is saying about the government should be doing. Right. They are disobeying right. God. They are not walking in line right. with what but the Scripture teaches about God. If you want to appeal to that, if you want to have a standard, then you got to have a standard. Right. You that's can't. Right. You can't make up standards as you go along, which yeah. is what Nancy Pelosi and I think. Everybody jumping. I mean, Russ Moore. I mean, yeah. these guys. Did, did he jump on it? Oh, he's jumping on the bandwagon too. And like you what guys, say? oh, he's just retweeting. You know how horrible it is to separate children from their parents. I'm like, dude, do you know? Like, you don't know what's going on. Wow. This is this is. The, the, don't take the cookie, Russ. He took it. He did. Don't don't he don't did. take the cookie. It. Yeah, he doesn't know it. And and you you need to make distinctions. And are there any situations where somebody was treated unjustly? Probably so. But. If those situations need to be adjudicated How and judged. How would we know right. if we're not going right. through the process right. of law? We wouldn't right. know what justice is or right. who was treated wrong or right, right. if we can't execute right. justice itself. So, all that to say, oh. I'm still thinking about voting for Trump next time. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, maybe denuclearizing North Korea. He's most uh, pro-life uh, president that I've seen. I'm not uh, there yet. He's, yeah, I'm not there. The pro life thing. He's uh, not uh, the pro life thing. I think he is in one sense. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying yeah. he's everything he should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he's applying the rule of law and forcing yeah. Congress to do their job. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get. I mean, I think Congress might now actually act. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's yeah. pressure being exerted by a bunch of crazies. Yeah. But they might actually have to write a law now. Really, Trump? You thinking about it next year? I'm thinking about it. All right. All I'm right, thinking right. about it. And the more and more all the wrong people freak out about him, the more I'm like, well, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm kind of liking him. Yeah. Kinda, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know? And, but, but, but isn't that still pragmatic? Um, no, because I think it's, it, again, I look at Jeff. Jeff Sessions, what's he doing? He's saying, we're going to, we're trying to enforce consistency across the board. I, I, that's that's what I think is at least in there a lot in his administration is that's what's that's going on there. I, I've said almost. I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not committed yet. Yeah, yeah. And I and you know he's crazy. 
He's just, crazy. Just like, a little like bit. You're, like, you're like, talking about it as like he's like this moral. Who's, who's um, the basketball player that was over in the uh, Dennis, Dennis Rodman? Rodman? The worm. Dennis Rodman's on the news. Yeah. Um, you know, crying. Well, you remember this all started when Dennis Rodman met with Kim Jong-un about five or six years ago. I totally missed Kim, that. Kim Jong-un invited him over there to put together some sort of uh, professional athlete we basketball game. We live in, in front a of crazy a, world. Yeah. We live in a crazy world. Why are we interviewing Dennis Rodman about know. North Korea? Dennis Rodman, come on, cross politics. Yeah, we love oh, him. Oh, man, tag him. Tag that boy. Tag Rodman. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Yeah. Oh, man, we got it. Oh, there's there's so much. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna. That's fun. Oh man, that's fun. <laughs> oh, but, hey, happy Father's Day. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's right. And until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Go, go raise those sturdy kids. Do something nice Amen. for your dad one day. Give him a nice hug, kids. Mm. Amen.